When you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Please pray with me. Dear God in heaven, we ask you to join us here in this place this evening, and we trust that you are here with us. May my words tonight be your words, and all of our thoughts your thoughts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. So this evening we come to our annual celebration of the Feast of Cognitive Dissonance. Every year we come and we read Matthew chapter 6, in which Jesus cautions us not to practice our piety so that other people can see us. I remember a preacher friend of mine telling a story about walking through the sanctuary of the very large and very important church that he pastored one Sunday afternoon and seeing some abandoned leaflets scattered about on the pews. Now, this particular church had over a thousand worshipers every Sunday, and so there were a lot of abandoned leaflets. And without thinking, he started to pick them up. But this pastor, as he found more and more leaflets, found himself hoping that someone might come into the church and see what he was doing. After all, he was the big, important senior pastor. He had staff for doing things like picking up leaflets. Wouldn't anyone who saw him be impressed at how selfless he was being? This, he found himself thinking, is a good thing I'm doing. I hope someone notices. Beware, Jesus says. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to the poor, even when you pray, Jesus says, go and do these things in secret so that no one knows what you're doing. It should be enough, Jesus teaches, that God in heaven sees your good deeds. Your reward will come from him. But then thankfully for us, Jesus makes an exception. When you fast, he says, or when you enter a season of the church year, such as Lent, which many set aside for some kind of fasting, it's okay then to smear dirt all over your forehead so that everyone knows what you're up to. Oh, did I read that wrong? (laughs) Oh, right. It says the exact opposite of that. Whenever you fast, Jesus actually preaches, do not look dismal. Like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head, wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So, what are we doing here? Well, first... Let's be clear about what we are not doing here. We are not and we will not be practicing our piety. If you came here tonight to get an ashen cross on your forehead so that you could feel obedient or to prove to your family members that you went to church or to be seen by the checkout guy in Kroger on your way home, I'm going to suggest that you not come up and get them. Stay in your seat. 
We are not here to show our neighbors what good Christians we are. Don't come up and get ashes on your head unless you hear the rest of this sermon, participate in the liturgy, confess and repent, and then come up to receive what we actually are gathering to get. A reminder of our frailty, our mortality, our sin, and our need. These ashes are not a badge of honor or accomplishment. They are not a gold medal, participation certificate, or token of appreciation. These ashes, drawn in the shape of a cross on your forehead, are a reminder that you are but dust. And that to dust you shall return. That you will die. Indeed, that you deserve to die. The ashes aren't a reward. They function more like the kick me sign that someone taped to your back in the hallway in junior high. They are an admission that you are not good enough. They are a scarlet letter that you wear to let everyone around you know that you're unclean. Do you remember what a scandal it was in the New Testament when Jesus hung around prostitutes, tax collectors, and other sinners? How people stared and whispered when he mingled freely with the sick, the lepers, and the dying? People were astonished that a rabbi would act this way because when good, upstanding citizens saw those kinds of people approaching, they would literally point and hiss. Unclean. Unclean. That's what's going on here tonight. When you leave this church this evening with ashes on your forehead, that's how good, upstanding citizens ought to treat you. Pointing. Hissing, you will have been marked unclean. But that's not the whole story. There's something unique about this mark. It's not just a smear. It's not a red A. It's a cross. And that changes everything. The great reformer Martin Luther, who argued powerfully for the importance of proclamation, the importance of preaching, once said that even the Holy Communion was a sermon for your mouth. Everything, he suggested, is a sermon. The sermon for your ears, of course, is pretty obvious. It's happening right now. I'm standing up here and I'm preaching the good news to you so that you can hear it. But then... Luther wanted to say, and I totally agree with him, that we are not nearly done with your senses. Bread and wine wafting up into your nose and coursing over the taste buds on your tongue. A sermon for your senses. We Anglicans try to be pretty good about preaching to your eyes, too. We're hampered perhaps a little bit here in a school cafeteria, but even we give it a shot. Candles, robes, a cross. You'll have to imagine the stained glass windows and soaring architecture telling the biblical stories and calling your attention to the grandeur and beauty of God. Our worship endeavors to proclaim the gospel in a way that you can see. 
all of your senses. Church is about surrounding you with good news, helping you to luxuriate in it. Come, we say, see, taste, smell, and hear what Jesus has done for you. And now, now tonight, you're going to feel it. Tonight, I will literally draw the word of God onto your body. In 2 Corinthians 3, St. Paul tells the church and us about two ways in which God speaks into the world. Via the law and via the gospel. Now, if the ministry of death, he writes, carved in letters on stone came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory. Indeed, he says, in this case, what once had glory has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. Two words. One, the law that brings death. And another, the gospel that brings life. In the first place, I'll make a mark on your head. This is a proclamation of the law. God is perfect. You are not You are a son or daughter of Adam, a descendant of sin and rebellion. You no longer live in Eden and you will die. That's what I mean when I say, as I make the mark, that you are dust. And to dust you shall return. But that's just the first word, not the final one. Because remember, it's not just a mark, it's a cross. Finally, this mark is a proclamation of the gospel because on the cross, a surpassing glory has been unleashed. This ashen death will not have the last word. Now, tonight, we begin the season of Lent. And for a time, for a few weeks, we're going to let the ash speak. We're going to focus on the fact that we are dust. Focus on the fact that the law has spoken and found us wanting. Have no other gods but me. Love the Lord your God with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Faced with this, And faced with the truth about ourselves, we'd expect good, upstanding citizens to point and hiss. Unclean. Unclean. But even in our scarlet letter, even in this ashen mark, is the pregnancy of good news. It is in the shape of a cross. A reminder that Jesus came and came to die the very death to which this ash points. The death that we deserve. 
Indeed, in a few weeks, we are going to walk along that road with him, looking on in awe as he is abandoned by his friends for you. As he is convicted of a crime he didn't commit for you. As he is beaten and tortured for you. As he breathes his last for you. And then finally, a few weeks from now, we'll find ourselves walking out of this room on a Friday night. Having just had to endure everyone pointing and hissing, but not at us, at him, at Jesus. And we'll have pointed and hissed at him ourselves, which will make it even worse. But, but the whole time we will know the end of the story We've already ordered flowers for that following Sunday morning. I had a phone call about what our Easter flowers might look like last week. We can endure the long walk to Golgotha, the walk to the cross, the walk that starts tonight, because we know how the story ends. The law, says Paul, was glorious. So glorious that the Israelites could not even look at its reflection in Moses' face. And that glory is what we're celebrating tonight. Throughout Lent and all the way to Good Friday. It's the glory of God's law that shows us the glory that we lack. That we are but dust. And that to dust we shall return. The law is indeed glorious. But the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is so much more glorious, says St. Paul, that it is as though the law, glorious as it is, has no glory whatsoever. So we will wash our faces. We will go into our rooms to pray. We will give alms to the poor in secret. We will find ourselves doing all that Jesus has commanded us to do, not because we are so good, but because we will have realized how good he is. The idea that we will have any righteousness of our own, any goodness within ourselves that anyone might celebrate, will be so foreign to us that it will sound like a joke. Because it's all about Jesus. Without him, we are dead. In him, we are alive. And that is what the cross I place on your forehead tonight means. Without the cross, you are dead. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But because of the cross, you are alive, raised indeed. To new life in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.